Ridiculous. Welcome to Ridiculous, an extensive look into the world of Harry Potter. I'm Samantha. I'm Julia. And I'm Robin. And we're digging deeper into a world we love to learn more about the wizarding world. Hello, welcome back. Hey. Hello, everyone. (laughs) My husband's been in a gentle morning. So we're still all stuck in quarantine again. Well, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not stuck in quarantine. I don't know why I say that. I mean, we're I'm quarantined from everybody else, but I still go to work. Which, again, I got another story. That's how we're gonna we're gonna start out our podcast. What's your quarantine stories? Quarantine stories. What's your What's your uh, COVID uh, theory stories this week? Are y'all ready? You want me to tell you what the, this old couple told me? Go for it. Yes. So they came in, and I don't know how we started on it, but he starts to tell me that this 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 epidemic, pandemic, started a long time ago. So first of all, he goes, you know, you can watch it on the YouTube. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? He goes, you know, the YouTube. And I was like, yes, I know what YouTube is, and we don't call it the YouTube. And I don't get my news stories from the YouTube. I get them from credible news sources. And this man says, this is credible. I was like, okay. So then he proceeds to tell me that um, in 1912, when the Titanic sank, four doctors in Raleigh, you know, Raleigh, North Carolina. And I was like, yeah, I, I know where Raleigh is. I know it's in North Carolina. They created all these viruses. And then the president, whoever that was at the time, I don't know. I don't really care. Said, um, 1912? Yeah, 1912. I don't know who it was in 1912. Hold on. I got to think about this. I'm going to hold on. I'll come back to me. My historical brain is thinking. Okay, good. Okay. So he said, We don't need this stuff. Stop working on that. Be done. So then the four doctors sold the research to China. For $3.2 million. So a hundred, however many years later, from 1912 to 2020, have now released the COVID. It took them that long to finish the research. Are you I just looked at him. I was like, okay, sure. Alrighty. Then he went on to say, Fashi, whatever the doctor, I don't know how to say, I think that's how you say his name, Fashi, Dr. Fashi. told Obama Obama three years ago I'm sorry Obama wasn't in office three years ago but anyway that's what the the YouTube story said that we would have a pandemic in 2020 and Obama said I don't really care pass it on to the next president let him deal with it I just looked at this man and went okay and then his wife pulled up the YouTube on her phone and said here, here's the YouTube. I said, yeah, I know, I, I know how to get to YouTube. She was like, no, this is the story that we're talking about. I was like, I don't, I don't care. I don't. Can you leave my store, please? Good I don't Lord. know where I get Oh, God. So the president in 1912 was Woodrow Wilson. Okay. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. William Howard Taft. Hold on. Did you Google it? Be careful, because, you know, the internet <laughs> and all its right information. <laughs> Woodrow Wilson was the elect, was the president-elect. 
Oh, okay. Damn it. I was one. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I don't like getting historical things wrong. It really bothers me. So I will always cuss yeah, if I get something wrong. He was still the president elect. I mean, you weren't wrong. Yeah, but, but still, I was kind of wrong. So, uh, so anyway, I just, it's, it just, it boggles my mind. It just absolutely boggles my mind where people come up with this crap. Uh, there's a, Robin, there's thousands of protesters down in Raleigh every single day. I mean, the, the, this country is not known for its education. That's, that's all I'm saying. Oh, you girl, you know that, right? <laughs> and these, and these young, and these young children are eventually going to be in charge. I'm moving to the moon or something. I'm getting off this planet. That's no. I to young children though. educated by by day drinkers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I I have hope though. I have hope that like our our education system is going to improve because if it doesn't, we're we're doomed. So. I don't really think it's actually the education problem. I think it's the parent problem. No, because it's the education I think the problem. Well, I think the children are actually being educated correctly, and then they go home, and they're supposed to do work at home, and the parents are like, ah, oh, don't worry about it. Or the parents no. contradict what they're learning. Who are you going to listen to more, your mama and your daddy, or the teacher? Who are you going to listen to? No, okay, I completely disagree with you. I, I, I was in education, like... I'm finishing my education degree now, and and from what I know from being in the classrooms at home, like it's the teachers want to teach differently, but the state mandates that they have to teach a certain way. So like test, like the amount of money that schools get is based off of testing. So there's yep. a quote that I read. It's called it's um, somebody said we feed the elephant or we weigh the elephant before we feed the elephant. So we're trying to test these kids before they have the knowledge to understand what they're being tested on. So, uh, yeah, I agree with you. That's stupid. I mean, you need to learn it and then be tested. But that's the thing. Think about how many standardized tests these kids do each year. I know in Indiana, there's at least three to four. And that's that's one a semester. I mean, yeah. when you have time to learn things like history and art and music and things that kids need to get by, like in a, in a normal day, like fun outlet thing. Maybe not history, but you know, like yeah, well, history I, needs oh, to be God. a top priority because I don't care. I, I could care less if you could spell. I, I give a. I, I care if you're going to repeat history. That oh oh my God, the Spanish influence in the, the whatever the Spanish flu. We're repeating it. We're repeating that. Yeah. Well, and that's what that's why I always say I want to be a history teacher so I can teach history the right way, and not the way that it's been taught for years because it's been yeah. taught as boring subject and like i promise you if you sit down with me for an hour and let me talk history to you you'll be like let me tell you like tell me more i make it fun oh, i find it fascinating i find i do i, I find it fascinating in fact yeah. i'm watching a show right now um the life of jesus and it's on the history channel and they're they're going through the life of jesus and they're actually delving deeper beyond the bible and actually pulling stuff from history about the different characters um like pontius pilate and um 
Caiaphas uh, or Cap, whatever his name is, and uh, and then all of uh, the people that were involved in Jesus's life, they're going beyond what we just know in the Bible, and they're going into history and giving you a bigger and more in-depth background on that. It's fascinating, just fascinating. And, and that's go ahead. And that's just, and I, I like that part of history, you know, yes, the Bible gives you what you need, but if you also have, you know, the historical facts as well as what's in the Bible, because the Bible is fallible because it's written by man and you have to rely on God and the Holy Spirit to give you the truth as well, you know, because you have men who are writing and say, well, women are pieces of crap but yet god used a bunch of women in the bible well that doesn't matter so what so you, you you're still going by that man you know that man mentality that women are crap but if you go by the historical lineage along with the bible then you get the truth as well as what's in the bible that gives you god's truth as well does that make sense mm -hmm. like mary magdalene you know, it's like she was a disciple. She's not considered one of the 12, but she still is a disciple of Christ. And technically, she was the only disciple that was with him through the entire thing of his death. From, from when he was flogged all the way from his trial to when he was flogged all the way through to when he died. And then when he resurrected, she was the first person of his inner circle to actually see him. And she was the proclaimer of his return to earth as a risen Christ. And nobody gives her credit for that. But yet historically, they do because they were pulling stuff. It was awesome. It's on the History Channel. It was so cool. I was like, yes, women are vindicated. <laughs> and if women were as men considered them in that time period, pieces of what's underneath my, you know, underneath my shoe, God never would have used her, but he used her to show, no, you men are not listening. You men are, I use women as well because y'all are all my children and I don't discriminate. Unlike you men, but so anyway, anyway, so I didn't mean to go off on a tangent, but that's what it's I okay. like about history. Someone was bound to do it. <laughs> Just come part of the pod. Whose tangent is it today? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, it's Robin's. <laughs> it's okay. All right. Let's talk Hermione Jean Granger. Let's do Hermione. I I want to say something really quickly. I say I think I think it's unanimous among Harry Potter fans that she is she makes. At least top five for every Harry Potter fan, I feel like. Agreed. Uh, yeah, I do too. Yeah. Like, I 100% identified with her growing up. Like, that was me. The, like, know-it-all with her nose always in a book. So, that was me oh. to an extent, but it had to be about, like, the proper topic. So, like, history, that was me. But, like, English or math, I'm like, I don't know. I was totally wrong. I, I don't identify with Hermione in that way at all. <laughs> I was totally, totally. Um, Ron. 
Sorry, I just got a text from my neighbor about taxes. Sorry about that. Um, okay, so I'll uh, um, I'm, I'm, I'll start and then pass it on to who's next, shall we? Me, go for it. Okay, Hermione Jean Granger, and I love the fact that her first name is Hermione, and then just plain Jane Jean. I always thought I my head canon was it was like a grandma's name or something. I have an aunt I'll, Jean, which I love to death, but I just thought that was funny. It was like Hermione Jean Granger. <laughs> it fits though. Jean is, Jean is my grandma's middle name. I don't know anybody named Jean. Beverly Jean. Oh, I like that Beverly Jean. Okay, so yep. Hermione Jean Granger. And I, I can't really speak like Hagrid, but I'm going to quote him. And they haven't invented a spell our Hermione can't do. And that was from Mr. Hagrid. And then Hermione says, this is a quote, I hope you're pleased with yourselves. We could all have been killed or worse, expelled. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to bed. And I, I love the, I love the fact that Ron's like, what the, what is wrong with that chick? Expelled. <laughs> That's worse than being I, killed. I want to input something really quickly here because it was a meme I saw and it was like Sirius and Harry in the train station, and um, oh yeah, Sirius was like Neville's parents. They suffered a fate worse than death, and Hermione goes, or Harry goes expelled and Sirius is like kind of like what? what yeah i saw that one, I saw that one. Great. he's like Never mind. yeah he's like yeah sorry i lived with hermione too long i loved it yeah that was awesome okay so she is female um her birth date is september 19th 1979 she is a witch she is muggle-born and her hair is brown and bushy and her eyes are brown and at one point I found where it said her skin was light colored. It didn't say that she was white. It just said light colored. So I love the fact that there are people who think that she um, is black or maybe a mixed, you know, mixed, that she's not white. I think Emma um, Watson did an absolutely fabulous job, but how she's described because um, – Lee Jordan is described as a black boy, and so is um, it's the other one in Harry's year. Dean Thomas she, uh, is described Thomas. as a black boy. I mean, she specifically says he is a black boy. You know, she when when she de- describes um, a black person, she denotes it. But with Hermione, she never denotes it, but yet she gives you very descriptive um characteristics that it could be a black girl or a mixed race girl and i i love that fact that there are a lot of artists out there that have um depicted her in, in their drawings of her that she is black i just i think that's absolutely one and then of course in the cursed child then she is black so um, distinguishing features, she has lots of bushy brown hair and rather rather large front teeth. She's very clever. Her wand is a vine wood with a dragon heartstring core. Her patronus is an otter, which a lot of people attribute that to the weasel, which is part of the weasel family, which is why she fell in love with Ron. Can uh, I complain her- about that later in the podcast? Complain, complain about it now if you want. 
I hate Ron and Hermione together. <laughs> yes, 100%. I am a Harry Hermione shipper. I don't mind Harry Hermione. I'm a Draco Hermione shipper. Well, that was I'm I got real silent after that. Well, I, because when we when we do our next episode, I actually kind of talk about that a little bit. It was just funny that you guys said that, and it. I'm going to talk about it next in our next uh, podcast. I feel like she's settled with that Ron. specific one, but uh, I feel the same. That. Okay, yeah, Jules, I feel the same. I, I feel like she. I, I love, yeah, I love Ron in his own right, but like, she's, God, I, I feel like people are going to hate me for this, but I feel like she could have been like so much better than Ron. I don't know. Like Harry. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, someone her level, like, yeah. But they explored that in um, A Cursed Child and it didn't work for either one of them. They were meant to be together. Yeah, but like... But, like, this is our own head cannons, and, like, I, yeah, like, it's canon, and I accept it, but, like, I don't care for it. So, that's just, okay. I don't know. That's fine. That's fine. That's, nobody's going to hate you for that. That's fine if that's how you feel. <laughs> well, I know, like, a lot of people don't like people like that, like, who don't like, who don't put Ron and Hermione together. People don't like that. So, yeah. Um... Her school is Hogwarts, and she is a Gryffindor. Gryffindor. Um, her affiliation. Gryffindor power. Do what? I said hashtag Gryffindor power. There you go. Uh, her affiliations are the Society for the Promotion of Welfish, Elfish Welfare. Let me say that one more time correctly. Society for the Promotion of Elfish Welfare, or SPEW. S-P-E-W. <laughs> I still like the way Ron does it, Spew. <laughs> that is really funny. <laughs> that's right, S-P-E-W. Uh, the Slug Club, Dumbledore's Army, the D-A. Uh, she's a prefect. Then uh, she goes on to become um, her profession of the Department of Regulation and Control of Magical Creatures and the Department of Magical Law Enforcement. Uh, she is part of the family groups of the Granger family and the Weasley family. She is first introduced um, in chapter six of the first book, The Journey from the plat- from Platform Nine and Three Quarters. She's Can I like source? Do what? You you forgot one of her jobs. Well, I know, but that you guys, oh, somebody's going to cover that later. Okay, okay, sorry. So I just I was going to leave it at that. Okay, yeah, probably be me. <laughs> Um, she's very resourceful, principled, and brilliant. Hermione Jean Granger is easily the brightest witch of her generation. She, along with Ron Weasley, is one of Harry Potter's closest friends. She is muggle-born. Her parents are dentists and is, and so is a living, breathing example of the fallacy of pure-blood wizarding, wizard supremacy. Hermione reads vivaciously and prefers concrete, knowable, 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 Lord have mercy, knowable subjects like runes and history and history to the more inexact subjects like, is that a word? 
inexact, yeah, inexact subjects like divination. When she was new to Hogwarts, she was very insecure, so she took comfort in things like rules and book learning. Also, she became also she became more confident in magic and more comfortable in the wizarding world. She relaxed somewhat. She is Muggle-born. Her mother and father are not named. They're just Mr. and Mrs. Granger. Hermione thoughtfully protected her parents from Death Eaters' reprisal by modifying their memories, giving them new names, Wendell and Monica Wilkins. No memory that they once had a daughter, and then relocated them to Australia. When Voldemort and his forces were vanquished, she found them again and reversed her memory charm. Now, I don't know if y'all know this. I don't know if you are um, Game of Thrones fans, but her mother in the movie is played by uh, Catelyn Stark from Game of Thrones, the actress. Yeah, it took me a long... There's a lot of Harry Potter crossover in that show. Yeah. Tonks is in it. Never seen it. You got time now. I'll be watching that now. <laughs> Get on it, Jules. Get it's on it. Seven, oh. it's, it's only seven seasons, and the last season's only. No, wait, the wait. last seasons were a ripoff. They were like what four episodes it, it each was. or something like that. No, it was set. No, it was seven. It was ten seasons. There's ten seasons. With the last too one many was only, seasons was only seven shows. Uh, okay, I still have two more weeks of grad school, so that's gotta wait. Okay, well, that's no problem. Once you get into it, you'll get into it. She was born to Mr. And Mrs. Mr. and Mrs. Granger on the September, the nineteenth of September in nineteen seventy nine. She is their only child. Although they were a bit bemused by the oddities displayed by their daughter, they were known to be proud of her. At one time in the writing, Hermione had a younger sister. However, Rowling decided not to include the character, so Hermione is now an only child. Upon turning upon turning eleven, Hermione was happily surprised to learn that she was a witch, and was therefore invited to attend Hogwarts. She eagerly eagerly accepted and took to studying magic even before she began her first year at Hogwarts in September of nineteen ninety one. Learning all of the set spell set spell books by heart and even managing to perform a few spells successfully, which by the way would be illegal. I was about to ask, like, how does she not get in trouble for that? Like, wouldn't they have included exactly. that in their Hogwarts letters? Like, don't try to I mean, to that would be because there's no, like, witch and wizard parent. So she's the only one with magic. So that would be she she should have gotten in trouble. I think I think because she didn't actually go to Hogwarts yet. I think that's when it officially like you, after that, you can't do it. See, so that's kind of like my. A- Okay. Like a point, like a starting like line, you know. Like they're giving yeah. them a little bit of a little bit of slack. Like leave it. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, like otherwise, like that's how they demonstrate magic. Like, like Harry, like landing on the roof of the school. Yes, but that's not something well, that he it, intended to do. She is intending to perform a spell, and she does it successfully. They probably like like give them some leeway until they actually like attend Hogwarts. This that's kind of my head canon with that. Okay. And I guess that would make sense because, like, nobody educated her on the law. And so, like, if you don't know, then you can't abide by it, you know? Well, that's right. true. <laughs> Oops. Um, 
In addition to the test set by the school, Hermione brought with her several other books for reference and to further her understanding of the Wizarding World, to the point that she had looked at books and had more knowledge of the Wizarding World than some of her pure-blood, half-blood classmates. The Grangers, while accepting the Wizarding World and their daughter's place in it, do not approve of using magic for quick fixes. They insisted, for example, that Hermione's somewhat oversized front teeth be dealt with in the usual way with braces. They sent health, healthy snacks by Al to Hermione at Hogwarts and came with her to Diagon Alley in August to help her buy her things for school. What they tell their friends and family about their daughter and her school is anyone's guess, but they are certainly proud of her. All That's right. as much information about her before she goes to school. Yeah, I think we're severely lacking in that area on... <sighs> Ron and Hermione. <clears throat> I had found a website, a, a fan theory website, and someone had written um, a story about her in what it, whatever fan they call. It wasn't high school; it was uh, middle school. But what they call it something different. Primary. Is it primary? Maybe. School? maybe. Um, and it was and I, it was a cute little story, and she had a friend, and I think her friend's name was Samantha, actually. Aww. And, um, it, but it was really long, and I was like, I ain't. But it was cute. It was a cute little story. And she oh, was okay. a, not an insufferable, but she was still a know-it-all. <laughs> so, I love fan fiction, and so whenever I read fan fiction, it's always Hermione fan fiction, so... Uh, I'll, I'm sure I'll come across it at some point because it's the addiction is real. All, All right. right. So Hermione began attending Hogwarts in 1991. She was sorted into Gryffindor. She possessed a brilliant academic mind and proved to be a gifted student in almost every subject that she studied. Harry. Wow. Hermione first met Harry and Ron aboard the Hogwarts Express who found her unfriendly and somewhat of an insufferable know-it-all, an impression reinforced by her constant correct answers and eagerness to please the professors. However, she stepped in to take the blame from the boys after they had saved her from a troll on Halloween in 1991, surprising them in a grateful way and quickly becoming friends. She later played a crucial role in protecting the Philosopher's Stone from Voldemort. In her second year, Hermione had played a role in the discovery of the Chamber of Secrets before falling victim to the Basilisk unleashed upon Hogwarts following the opening of the Chamber. But she recovered from the petri petrification under the care of Madame Pomfrey, with Madame Sprout's mandrake restorative drought. The next year, Hermione was granted permission to use a time-turner from the Ministry of Magic to facilitate her violate. Whoa. Um, hmm. Hmm. I don't know what that word is, guys. Anyways, to uh, help her study more. So this was I think it's volition. Sorry. Okay. Well, I'm like, I'm sure if I hear the word, I'm gonna know the word, but I'm like, I don't know that word. <laughs> All right. Yeah, volition. Okay. So um, she was granted permission to use a time turner from the Ministry of Magic to facilitate her volition to study far more subjects than was possible without time travel. Though she and Harry later used it to rescue Sirius Black from the Dementor's Kiss and Buckbeak from the hippo Hippogriff's Execution. During her fourth year, Hermione became an advocate 
or the Better Treatment of Health Cells, forming the association SPEW, and helped in Harry's preparation for the Triwizard Tournament. In her fifth year, Hermione was a driving force behind Dumbledore's army and fought alongside fellow DA members in the Battle of the Department of Ministries. In her sixth year, Hermione continued her role as prefect and fought in the Battle of in the Battle of the Astronomy Tower. Hermione played a significant role in many other battles of the Second Wizarding War as well. In 1997, she fought in the Battle of the Seven Potters alongside the Order of the Phoenix. Hermione and Ron decided not to return to Hogwarts for their... Hold on. Harry and Ron decided not to return to Hogwarts for their final year of studies, instead choosing to accompany Harry on his quest to find and destroy... No, that was right. I'm sorry, guys. Hermione and Ron decided not to return to Hogwarts for their final year of studies, instead choosing to accompany Harry on his quest to find and destroy Lord Voldemort's Horcruxes, a quest in which several of her actions were essential. She destroyed Hufflepuff's cup, a Horcrux, with Ron using a basculus fang found in the Chamber of Secrets. Hermione then fought the Battle of Hogwarts, helping in the defeat of the Death Eater who tortured her, Bellatrix Lestrange. And that's it. Okie dokie, my turn. I'm doing post-Hogwarts and the defeat of Voldemort. After the battle and Voldemort's death, Hermione found her parents and reversed her memory charm. In the movie, she uses Obliviate, but in the book, um, she used an unnamed memory modification or fake memory implantation spell. She she made her parents think that they are Wendell and Monica Wilkins, childless, and have a burning desire to move to Australia, which they do, which they they then yeah, which they then do so. Um, so I'm thinking that David Yates added Obliviate for the dramatic effect, um, to kind of because Obliviate is the memory wiping charm. I don't know, complex. Um, she did this to keep them safe to pre- and to help prevent their grief if she was killed during the Wizarding War. The one thing that Harry always wanted, a family, she selflessly gave up to help him save the world. Um, true Gryffindor right there. That is exactly why the Sorting Hat chose Gryffindor over Ravenclaw for her right there. Um, unlike Harry, Neville, and Ron, she did not join Shacklebolt's ministry right away. Hermione went back to Hogwarts so she could finish her schooling properly and take her NEWTs. Ron and so Hermione married. I want to interrupt you right there. That is so Hermione. I mean, because you know they would be like, "You graduate, you are done," and she's like, "No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish the year. I'm gonna re, I'm gonna do that year." Really? What? Are you kidding? Okay. <laughs> That's what you want to do, but I just, I just think that's, you know, Ron and her, Harry are like, woohoo, you know, like we're right, going like, to give you, you know, uh, order of Merlin for what you did, and you know, and she's like, I'm going to finish out my school. Like, <laughs> it's like what? Okay, I'm going to go take my newts. <laughs> I can't say that I would do any different though. Yeah, me neither. Education is super important to me, so I, I relate. I mean, I, I, I only have four college degrees, so I mean, I'm jealous. I'm jealous. What yeah. What the hell are well, you? Actually, <laughs> well, 
I have an associate's degree in criminal justice. I double majored for my undergrad, and I'm working on a dual graduate program. I was lucky to get my um, communications degree. Uh, I, by the skin of my teeth, did I get that bad boy? So I would have been totally. Well, I'm totally wrong. I to, and the reason that I'm the reason that because Harry actually put some time into his studies. Ron's like, who can I cheat off of? Or who can I get information from where I don't have to do the work? That's kind of like how I am. I mean, I don't do the work if I have to do it, but I'm kind of like Ron. I'm like, let me see where I can get that from before I actually have to do the work. It's kind of how I am. So anyway. I was kind of like Harry. Oh, yeah. Okay. Ron and Hermione married and had two children. Rose born around 2006 and hugo born around 2008 there's no specific dates for them we just kind of assume their birthdays based on the, um, the end of deathly hollows plus cursed child um rose began attending hogwarts school of witchcraft and wizardry in 2017 the same time as albus potter and scorpius malfoy she was sorted into gryffindor and became one of the gryffindor quidditch team chasers during her second year Rose was said to have inherited her mother's intelligence, such as Hermione's rumored photographic memory. Not, there's not much information out there about Hugo, but he supposedly started Hogwarts during the 2019-2020 school year with Lily Luna Potter. So, right now, um, they were both placed in Gryffindor. My question is, are they quarantining? Were they sent home? We need some answers here. There's a magical bubble around Hogwarts that COVID cannot get in. So, I I have a question about her room. Where did that come from? Her rumored photographic memory. I've never heard that before. That's why. That's why. Because, I mean, I know she retains a lot of information, but there are people that without a photographic memory or an eidetic, if you want to get, you know, Sheldon Lee Cooper. Um, so, the where did you find that? Um, I think that was from the Wikia. Okay. I was just curious because I had not heard. I've heard a bunch of the stuff about her before, but I had never heard that she might have a photographic memory. Either the Wikia or the Wizarding World. One of the two. I, I, th- I think it was the Wikia. I'll have to double check here in a little bit. Okay. One of the two of those I got it from. Uh, that, was not that that would explain a lot. Because it doesn't. You don't have to have a photographic memory to be super smart. But that would at least help her more than it, you know, it would help her that she retains a lot of information. Right. So I was, that was, uh, I was curious about that. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I like to think that she's just that intelligent. Like, I think she just likes learning that much that she wants to keep that information more than like photographic memory because she doesn't like she had to go look if so here's my my argument for this if she had because she had i thought she had read the chocolate frog card with nicholas flamel on it right am i wrong i know well but listen so she she checked out the hogwarts a history, right? Or she was reading it or yes. something like that. She no, had she come had, across she had, yeah. name. So if she had that photographic eidetic memory, she would have remembered that. Well, suppose according to the wikia, 
that's it's in Deathly Hollows. So something oh, must be it? said at the at the end of the book about hmm. it. In Deathly Hollows. Mm-hmm. Because the uh, the note the the reference note it says Harry Potter and Deathly Hollows. Hmm. I'm gonna Google it. It looks, it's probably. It's, I'm sure it's at the end of the book, someplace. Yeah, well, it's got to be. I'm on death. Am I on Deathly Hallows right now? No, 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 no. no. I'm on. I'm on the Half Blood Prince. No, no, I am at Deathly Hallows. Yeah, because because um, the note. Yeah, Harry Potter and Deathly Hallows. So it's got to be in, in that epilogue. Okay. I don't know. I'm not finding any quote because I googled it, but like uh, my book's on the other side of the room, so I can't get up and go get it. Mine's downstairs. Well, we can look it up and follow up next time. Yeah. All right. So Hermione was hired by the Ministry's Department for the Regulation and Control of Magical Creatures where she played an important role in improving the quality of life for house elves and other disenfranchised creatures. Basically, she brought her, her SPEW to life. <laughs> Later, she worked for the Department of Magical Law Enforcement, where she worked to put an end to, to pro-pureblood laws that have been so entrenched in wizarding society. Hermione later became the Minister for Magic, circa 2020, and is in power when the experimental time-turner is confiscated from Theodore Knott by Harry, who has become the head of magical law enforcement. Instead of destroying it, Hermione hides the time-turner inside the bookcase in her office, relying on magical protections to keep it safe. However, Scorpius Malfoy, Albus Potter, and Delphi defeat her weaponized library and steal the time-turner. Hermione eventually joins with Harry, Draco Malfoy, Ginny Weasley, and husband Ron to help reverse the resultant changes to time and history, which we all know that to happen in Cursed Child. And that's all I have for her. So I have some like more evidence as to why Hermione doesn't have like a, a eidetic memory. Because like, remember in the sorcerer stone when she's trying to guilt like get rid of the devil's snare she's like trying to remember how to do it yes yeah she, if she would have had a diabetic she would have remembered that's true i think yeah. she's i think she's just genuine genuinely that like smart and clever oh i do too i do too and i'm not saying that there's i just you could have it's, can you do like you have a partial eidetic memory or either it's eidetic or not i don't know i mean maybe it's possible i've never really done any like research on it but like i know like hermione multiple times through the book says she forgets stuff You guys can chit chat. I pulled out my book to see if I can find anything. Okay. Um, Because there's another time where um, she was like, she wanted to like read up on the uh, she because we all know like she's read a Hogwarts history like a hundred times. Well, um, the legend of uh, the Chamber of Secrets is in there, and she's like, 
the boys are like, why, why do you want to check that out? She's like to read up on it. You can't remember what it is. That's right. And then, and she asked because she couldn't find the book because the book had been checked out. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The only thing I see so far is when in the epilogue, when they first see um, Draco and Scorpius, there's a line. So that's little Scorpius said Ron under his breath. Make sure you beat him in every test, Rosie. Thank God you inherited your mother's brains. <laughs> it's kind of only, <laughs> only Ron. Right. I think that's it. That specifically talks about Rose. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see anything about a photographic memory for sh- just that she inherited her mother's brains. Unless there's something in Cursed Child about it, but I haven't read Cursed Child in a I while. So I haven't either, but I don't remember. Um, oh. When I, like I said, I googled um, like Hermione iodetic slash uh, photographic memory, and it's not coming up with anything. Like, And I like, quote, but there's nothing. Well, we know that Rose is as as bright as her mother. Oh yeah, I, and there may and there may be some people out there who are like, well, the only reason she's that smart is because she has a photographic memory, and that's not true. That I mean, there are people out there who do not have photographic memories that are very very intelligent and actually do use their brain. So, and that may be why why that came up just because that was in somebody's head. Maybe I, I feel like we all have like something that, that like, no matter what it like sticks with us. Like I can recall random facts. Right. <laughs> like That's just like my thing, especially like Harry Potter facts. Oh yeah. Boom. Got it. So I figure like, like I, I believe that we all have something that we like remember no matter what. Oh yeah. So- definitely. Like, to, to speak to that, it says, like, this is a from a Reddit user. It just says, Hermione isn't an innate genius. She chooses to dedicate herself to learning. And it's like I said before, like, she loves it so much that she wants to remember it. Because it's like, like, you could tell me something ten times with math and I wouldn't remember it. But you could tell me something one time with history and I'll remember it. So, Yeah. And it's all what you're passionate about. I mean, she obviously um, was passionate about learning in general, but very passionate about learning magic because she was excited that she was actually a witch. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, I think she would have been like that, you know, even if she wasn't a witch, but I think that, that being a witch helped fuel the drive, you know? Yeah. But I feel like, you know, knowing Hermione, she would have insisted on learning, like, muggle studies as well. You know, not like the class muggle studies, but like what what us normal folk learn. Oh, definitely. Well, I mean, I'm a photography hound. So, I mean, you can ask me anything. In fact, my family does. They'd be like, I need to buy a camera. Get one. Fix one. Find me one. I'm like, well. You have to tell me what you want to do for me to actually find you a camera. 
Robin's but given me if you were to ask report. me about photography, I could pretty much tell you anything you would need to know. And that's pretty much technology. But if you were to say, um, let's talk about cars, I'd be like, it's four wheels and a, uh, it's got a key and a um, steering wheel and it goes, goes forward. I could care less. Not that I don't enjoy watching guys on shows where they rebuild cars. I think it's fascinating, but I couldn't tell you what they did. I mean, I couldn't tell. I couldn't. I I don't retain that information. It's like, oh, that's a piece of crap. Now it's a beautiful looking car, but what they did in between, I couldn't tell you what they did. I don't. I don't retain it. Tell me. Let me tell you. You live with the car guy. You will. No. No. <laughs> I, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't retain it at all. I'd be like, Randall, what are I you promise. doing? Well, the, I did, the, and he he would look at me and say, it's the same thing that I did two weeks ago. I'd be like, good for you. I'd do it to Amy he, all the time. I'd be like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm building this thing. And I did the exact same thing two weeks ago. I'd be like, okay, later. He, and I'll walk I away. Do that. He is so patient, though. He is like... Cause like he's explained the same thing to me probably a hundred times, but he is just because he he's so passionate about cars that like he never gets bored with it. Like he'll explain the same thing to me a hundred times. So well, and I'm like that with photography. I mean, you can ask me over and over and over and over again. Yeah, and I'll ex- keep continually explain it. So and I I get that. Yeah. But now, if you were to ask me, you know, how does a a heating system work i don't know i can sell you the parts to make it work or i can sell you the whole unit but to actually know how it works and how to fix it you need to call an hvac man and people get mad at me because that's what i do for a living they'll be like you do this for a living no i don't repair it for a living i sell parts for a living there's a difference i'm just a saleswoman that's exactly right (laughs) All right, are we ready for uh, History of Magic? Yep, hit them with it. All right, so on this week's History of Magic, in 1199, Wilfred Elphick is gored to death by an arumpet. Elphick was the first wizard to be gored by the African creature because arumpet horns contain an explosive fluid... (laughs) Elphick probably blew up after being impaled. <laughs> it's not funny, but it's it's funny. But it's not funny. <sighs> okay, I'm is that done. it? That's oh, it. that was it. That's the rumpet is what went after um, Newt. Newt. No, not yeah. yeah he was like mating with the rumpet. Um. <sighs> Who? Oh, Jacob? Jacob. Yeah. That's it. That was what yeah, went were, after him. They were in the park. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Are you? Are we going to do our new section, Robin? New section? Mm-hmm. Oh, the fan art? Yeah. Oh, you want me to do it on here? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, let me pull her up. So, I would just like talk got, about the artist. I got response from one person and I didn't get response from another person. And that kind of irritates me, but whatever. <laughs> okay, so um her she is 
So let let me explain like the word Cola Draws. I I don't I don't know how to say her name. It's A P I C O L L O Draws. Her name is Alex Pick. She is on Instagram. Her she's a German artist. Uh, design, concept, illustration, Disney, and Harry Potter. And we're going to be using one of her Hamani uh, drawings for our episode this week. Yeah, so with this little section, I thought it would be cool like if we continued what we did last week and used fan art every week. And then we could shout out the artist every week on the podcast. So. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, I like that. It gives. I don't know how to say that. Know. Do y'all know how to say that? Her Ap- her handle. Apicolo draws, I guess. Yeah. So it's um a p i c o l l o d r a w s. Correct. So you can find her on Instagram. It's a really cool sketch. I, I mean, yeah. Um, you'll see it this week when in when the or is it next week? You'll see it when the episode posts. Um, well, we're not. recording this today and it airs tomorrow. So yeah, yeah, on okay. The twenty. What's today? The twenty. So the twenty. So it's going to air on the twenty sixth. Yeah, it's a really cool picture. Um, it's got her mining holding the time turner. I think it's taken from uh year three because she's got that pink sweater on. So she also has the tales of Beetle the Bar- Beetle the Bard in the in her book she's holding oh she does yeah okay, i think it's so, just a concept i think it's just yeah, I think it's, it's so. just a concept yep. of just a full hermione and um even though she, this uh girl has drawn her as white she still has that bushy brown hair i love it yep yeah but i mean so we're, gonna use, we're gonna use that it's she, has a spew. she does she's got a a spew button, button on her backpack yep yep and she's of course so holding that, books because that's her mining yep okay are we ready for our social media let's do it wait am i do- okay be sure that's you, that is my part <laughs> what are we doing again okay uh so be sure to join us on facebook our facebook page is ridiculous podcast and our group is ridiculous podcast group uh we are on twitter and instagram at ridiculous pod you can follow me on instagram at samantha goddard 03 you can follow me on instagram at running running my pups and you can follow me on instagram at jstjohn0422 also be sure to rate and review us on itunes next week join us as we discuss some fan theories have you ladies figured out what fan theories you're gonna i know what mine is i know what mine is too i have mine narrowed down to two and i'm like i don't know so yes but no (laughs) mine's like like a two-part so i mean they they relate to each other but Okay. I I can't wait. I love fan theory, so I can't wait. All right. Thank you for listening, and we hope you come back for more Potter. We do not need magic to transform the world. We carry all the power we need inside ourselves already. J.K. Rowling. Go be freaking kind, but do it from six feet away.
<laughs> Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Oh, goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye.